Hello and welcome to the LARP News Podcast. My name is Dave and I'm joined as ever by my friend Ian. Hello! Um, we're going to talk about uh, Northern Kingdoms, which oh, is a Witcher LARP. So I didn't go to this event and Dave did. Yeah. And going into this, I'm really excited to learn about this. I've heard some incredible things about this from, from the outside. Uh, I know the tickets for the next Dude. event sold incredibly quickly. I think it's one of those like... The Witcher LARP, if you aren't, like, the Northern Kingdoms LARP, if you aren't aware, is, like, one of these unicorn LARPs, right? Where you hear about them, right? They're, yeah. like, kind of in the background where yeah. people talk about them. Like, um, is it Flying Lead or whatever is another one that I want to go to, like, a cowboy one? Yeah. But Northern Kingdoms has a rep of being, like, the high watermark in fucking UK LARP right now for a number of different reasons. And I have to say, before we even get started massively deserves the reputation it has it was fucking amazing like, it was straight with the spoilers it was fucking incredible it was it was an amazing weekend uh, oh yeah i should also say if you um, are new to the podcast and you haven't listened to all of us waffling on for how many episodes we've yes. done at the stage um we're both complete morons um yes my storytelling <laughs> will uh be very unreliable i'm gonna get yeah. things wrong take everything i say with a yeah. pinch of salt Feel free to uh, fire angry comments on the uh, on the Facebook. <laughs> Definitely the the unreliable narrator. Yeah, I'm gonna do my best. And bear in mind, like we're recording this, it's at least six weeks after the event. It is right. It's something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, crazy. it's um, it's now the start of December, and yeah. it was the fifth of November. We've had a pretty crazy recording and releasing schedule for a little while. Yeah, so it's been pretty it, nice. stuff's been a bit wacky sorting it out. But yeah, it's I, good. It's in a good place. I well, we weren't. I wasn't even planning on recording this. Yeah. And then it's literally been living in my head rent-free since then. So. Uh, well, I suggested recording it. Yeah. And you were like, oh, I, I, don't think, I don't think I will. And then you were kind of thinking of maybe just keeping it for yourself, your own personal memory banks. And then, like, suddenly you messaged me out of the blue and said we should record that. Yeah, we should. But, well, I talked to a couple of people about it. Like, people I went to the event with. And they yeah. were all like, oh, are you going to do an episode for it? And I'm like, no, nah, I don't think so. And they're like, oh, but you should. And all this stuff. And I was yeah. just like, oh, fuck, fuck. Fuck it. I want to do it. Yeah. You want to do it. Yeah, Some dude. people might want to listen I, When to you it. said you weren't interested in doing it, I was like, oh, uh, okay. Oh, all right, Dave. It's dumb. It's okay. You right. can deny so, that. So, <laughs> so basically, it's a very small LARP. Well, for what we yeah. used to do, we used to go into Empire. Big fest LARPs, right? Which is like 3,000 people. Yeah. Many different things going on. It's yeah. massive, yeah. right? This LARP is mm. like 50 players plus crew. Okay, so it's much, 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 much smaller. And with that smallness, you get a lot more of a, a bespoke, tailored experience. And we'll yes. go into exactly what that is because it fucking still blows my mind. Even like going through it, I'm like, oh, this is cool. But now I'm like a few weeks later, I'm like, wow, that was fucking cool. Like right. really fucking cool. Right. So basically, ended. my friend Callum, yeah, uh, who is my LARP husband, um, suggested that we go. Yeah. Um, a while back and i for some reason i didn't didn't want to go then i think it was money or something like that anyway it was yeah. a while ago obviously because of covid um but then our friend simon um had a ticket and then his basically his knees weren't very good and he right, was like yeah, sure. he, he didn't want to go for, because he was basically like didn't think he'll be able to yeah. get the best out of the weekend so offered it to me and i was like Hell yes. yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. yeah, I want a piece of that action. So it was... Um, the times and dates fell in really nicely for you as they well. Did. It's one of those things, you know, when you get that that shove, it's like, you, you really should do this. Yeah, there was, it like, was just too many things that yeah. just were like, 
okay, let's fucking do this, right? Yeah. Like, um, you're in a really good place for it as well, I think. Yeah, like where you are with LARP and the and the things, like you know what I mean. It's a really good time. Well, I, I want, think, for you I to want go into to LARP, it. yeah, right? like sure. especially having gone through the long longest, yeah, arc, dude, right? and you've got like, relatively reasonable amounts of time to do so with. Yeah, right? absolutely. Well, that's yes, I do have lots of time on my hands. Um, <laughs> I mean, you don't have a life at all. <laughs> So, oh my God. Um, I didn't mean it like that. Thank you, Ian. No. Uh, he's not. He's not wrong. Um, <laughs> so, God damn, so where dude. to start? Right. So basically, we we check the website. Right. There are. <laughs> dude, Let's I move was... on. Let's move on. Oh, um, the start on the website. Basically, you have uh, classes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which include um, what? Do, what are they? Uh, oh, mage. Yeah. So magic people. Yeah. Man at arms, right? Which is pretty, you know, what it says yeah. on the tin. Yeah. Um, sources, which is like another form of magic user that I think is a right. bit more nature magic. Yeah, magic, right? and like you have to kind of instead of like trying to conjure the magic, you're trying to control it. Or yeah, whatever, I have know. to say as well. Uh, I guess neither of us are actually particularly steeped in Witcher lore. Like we oh, played the video games a little talk bit. About that. Let me just get through the classes real. Quick. Yeah, but I think just going into that, yeah. I think that's an interesting. Like. W- uh, uh, if you're really deep into The Witcher, yes. like I'm sure, like the experience is maybe slightly different. But like for people where we are, we're kind of aware of it. We've plugged into certain aspects of it. Yeah, yeah. We're going to make mistakes. Definitely going to so, make mistakes. You know. Um, and there are also witches. Okay, yes. you can play as you a can witcher. play a witcher. Yes, yes, yes. Interesting. Yes, yes. I wasn't sure if like so, this, you know, it seems so uber that like no, it's very edgy, right. very edgy being a witcher. Basically, if you're like the sort of player that like wants to be what's his name Aragorn at the start of Lord of the Rings, you yeah. know, the smoking with his eyes in shade, looking yeah, across yeah. the bar, like pure edge lord. Go you know what I mean? Like, and, and often, like to be fair, like a lot of people give that character archetype stick, and sometimes rightly so. But there's also there's a bit of me that really wants everybody. I think in wants context, to play that character. Usually, I would like in D and D and other LARP systems, I would be like nerd. You know what I mean? Like, but honestly, <laughs> yeah. the the witches were actually fucking badass. They actually came across as like they're witches. They're right? witches. They're yeah, witches. Right? Like you yeah. don't fuck. Yeah. I mean, like. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, it's very edgy, but like yeah, I dude. thought it was cool. Like, especially like you're a witcher, right? Yeah. Like, for those that don't know, witches are like they're human beings that have gone through the transformation process where they can no longer have children. They have like uh, uh, snake-like eyes or cat-like Cat eyes, eyes, right? Yeah. And then they have like they can't express emotion as much anymore. It's very, it's just witches are cool. Yeah, they they get paid to go around and kill monsters. Yes. in this medieval. Polish European yeah. setting. Um, it's fucking cool. Yeah. It's it's. I mean, there's a reason why people love the witches. They're so much, roaming right? monster monster hunters, right? Yes, for for pay, for, right? for money, yeah. right? Like it's cool. Yeah. You know, it's it, you know from that description, yeah. it's cool. And they have like special abilities and stuff, right? Yeah. All the bullshit that goes with being cool, that. they have, yes, right? Like yes, you know what the... I mean? Edge lord levels of of cool. Yeah, they've got it. You know what I'm saying? And like... I hope <laughs> I hope this comes across as not massively just throwing them under the bus by calling them the edgiest of all the lords, but, but they, they uh, but it works. Why not play yeah. an edge lord? You know what I mean? If you want to play an edgelord play a fucking edgelord yeah but it's more like (laughs) I find that sort of character kind of annoying in a lot of different systems because it reduces game whereas just their kind of presence Mm. being a witcher and then being other from the rest of us it made it a lot more sense it gave a lot more space to let people be the edgiest boy they want to be I think that is also a, a thing to be said for a element of culture that people who are interested in will have outside levels of lore awareness Mm-hmm. 
before they even chose to go to the game, yeah. right? Yeah. Like if you're doing a Lord of the Rings LARP or you're doing any of those kind of things, yeah, you know, yeah. Harry Potter, whatever, right? You, you know, there's a lot of lore and media that you can consume that mm-hmm. keys you into all of the things, mm-hmm. right? And because you're probably into it, you probably know a fair bit, so, right? That that then changes your relationship with it. 100%. My, my, my interaction with the Witcher series was I've got the Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. When it first came out, or well, not long afterwards, I played the game up until level 24, yeah. okay? And I was like, and usually the game, uh, the main campaign finishes at level 32-ish. Yeah. And then there's DLC in a place called Tucson, okay? Yeah. Um, I started playing The Witcher again, like sessioning it, trying yeah. to get through to it's a big ass game. It's a big ass game. It's so good, by the way. Oh. It, it's still game it's, of the decade. Perhaps it's, it's game. It's been the best game I've played this year, and it's 2021. It was at least like five years ago or whatever. It's yeah. still the best game like I've played this year. It's phenomenal. In fact, this is one thing I was trying to like speed run it. Yeah. You can't. No, I didn't. And I also stopped. I was like, I don't want to speed run this game. I it's want to savor. Like, when the good stuff happens, I just want to sit there and savor it. Like, side quests are, like, glorious. The Witcher 3 is a cultural masterpiece. Yeah, agreed. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like let's just be straight up. It's it's a fucking Mona, Mona Lisa, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's a beaut. I'm still playing it now. However many, like, hundred hours in I've been playing the game for now and the game still surprises me and gives me stuff that I'm like, wow, that was awesome. You know, it, it, like it's it's designed in the way a Spielberg film's designed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Master like the level storytelling. master storytelling. Just master delivery of craft. And yeah. that's what you're looking for. Anyway. We're not talking about the about game, it. we're talking about the LARP. Um so basically what happened was I managed to play through the game mm-hmm. to level twenty one. Yeah. Fast not actually getting past the bit I'd already played up until, yeah. having failed miserably to to, to, to achieve this, which yeah. was annoying. But um, basically, it was nice to get soaked into lore again. In fact, we should talk a little bit about the lore, just in case you aren't aware. Um, the Northern Kingdoms are literally, there's a bunch of kingdoms in the north. Mm-hmm. Um, to the south of them is this huge... Uh, like empire called the Nilfgaardian Empire yes. or the Black Ones. They call yeah. them the Black Ones because they wear black. Yeah. Right? And basically, it's the, the LARP is set during the Witcher 3. So during the Witcher 3, there's been um, the Northern Kingdoms have been pushed back to a river. Right. Um, yeah. And now those Northern Kingdoms are kind of looking a little bit ropey. Yeah. Um, there's a place called Novigrad, which is called the Free City, which is like a very large... Uh, cosmopolitan trading port that's right. kind of remained neutral right. throughout all of this and there's a whole bunch of questions to, about which side will Novograd uh, join will they sure. yeah, there's lots of political stuff with that and and and, and w- if their armies do join the fray you have the Redanians um, oh I should say pretty much everyone's a wanker in the in the Witcher okay yeah like your Nilf Guardians are definitely the bad guys your Redanians are still massive douchebags, okay? Yeah. Like, the um, the Novigradians have this thing, which is like a church, where they basically just set fire to mages, and, um, like, <laughs> you know, they burn them at the stake and stuff, and elves and non-humans, and anyone like that, they just burn them at the stake because they're religious freak, okay? Yeah. The whole, no one's a goodie in <laughs> yeah. The Witcher, okay? Like, they're all massive like it, wankers. Part of the whole thing is The Witcher is in some ways the most human of the characters, despite... Yes. Or, that's literally yeah, yeah, the yeah, message, Literally, right? yeah. Like, oh, wow, well, he's... The, despite being the person with no feelings, he's the one that's the most human. Yeah, 100%. He feels it, though. Yeah. Deep, deep, deep inside, he feels that's it. That's them feels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
while he's going around and plowing half of the fucking uh, dude. It's, yeah, dude, that they are. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah. But the um, oh, you have the Skelligans who are like to the Northern Isles, and they are basically like Viking types, yes, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're like, oh, we're nice. Apart from we go raiding people <laughs> and like, you know what I mean? Like, just we kill a lot of people to get our plunder, right? Yeah. Like, still pretty pretty bad. Yeah, pretty bad. I yeah. would say. Um, yeah. There's a bunch of other nations, uh, other kingdoms, which I won't go into now. I probably messed up some of the law there. Uh, we decided... Right. Um, so me and Callum were talking, and in the rules, they allow you to use explosives and smoke. Okay. Like bangers. <laughs> right. Okay? And me and Callum kind of like looked into this and were like, oh my God. Wouldn't it be amazing to be some sort of explosives experts, right? <laughs> like, so we started so good. So we started developing this, just me and Callum, just talking backwards and forwards about our character. But still, I was kind of like, there's loads of notes and stuff on their website, by the way, and they make really clear PDFs. Right. Me being lazy and dyslexic, I find that stuff really hard to get into. Yeah. Um, but kindly, one of the organizers uh, met up with us on Discord. Oh, nice. I spent like over an hour just chatting about the game, chatting about other things, helping us develop our characters. And this is when I started to realize how special Northern Kingdoms is, okay? We started talking about our character, and he was like, um, I, oh, I think his name was Simon, by the way. I think it was Simon. I might mess that up. But yeah. yeah. He, he, really great. Yeah, he whoever was, are, he was awesome. Amazing. Like, whoever he is, like, yeah. amazing. Um, but the basically, as we're discussing what we want to do with our characters, he is, like, enabling us constantly. He wants us to bring the characters yeah. that we want to bring. The home edge make, of the character. And want to, to make the game rules yeah. fit our characters rather than the other way around, okay? And this is... I'm gonna, We're going to touch on this a bunch over this episode, but and this isn't putting down Empire, other festival ups, and all of this stuff. They're, they're apples and pears, right? Comparing the two. They're entirely different scales of experience, and yeah. you go there for, for like potentially different reasons, and they offer you different things. Yes, but the benefit of going to a smaller LARP is this much more bespoke... Yeah, um, time but, can be afforded but, in a but way. But also, like, just this attitude of like trying to help us express ourselves in the game rather yeah. than being like, oh, well, your characters might not fit quite into this edgy world, right? Yeah. We are... The the fabulous Dubois brothers. Okay, we are two Toussaint lords right. um, <laughs> called Jean Paul and Jean Paul and Jean Michel, and we had a third brother called um, Jean Luc who died unfortunately in a rather unfortunate explosive accident, <laughs> which we basically. So basically, we were we unfortunately due to a few incidents that happened in Tucson, we're no longer welcome in Tucson. Yeah. And had to move. <laughs> Dubois so, brothers. The Dubois brothers. And like <laughs> Oh yeah, I had to figure out if I could do a French accent. It's the first well, time yes, I've, I've yes. ever done an accent yes. for LARP. I did the accent for the entire fucking weekend. Well most of it, right? I think there was a couple of moments on the Saturday I got a bit tired and just talked to people OC, but man, it's <laughs> I highly recommend it. The power of doing an accent is fucking weird. Like yeah. Because you get to kind of like just go a bit more. One, it helps really badly with character. Um, it also creates this real like the way you interact with people is just totally different. <laughs> it's it's really fun. I highly recommend it. Anyway, we're the fabulous Dubois. Yeah. Um, we're explosive experts. Oh, we're here to blow shit up. Yeah. Um, we have moved to Novigrad. Uh, Novigrad. 
Novigrad. I'm also we're playing very ignorant characters. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm getting that. No, yeah, 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 very ignorant characters. No, no, in both senses. We're, <laughs> we're lords. We have lived a very sheltered life, yeah, yeah. and now we are out in the world uh, and trying to find our way. Okay, oh, so me. because oh. uh, we had heard that we could maybe make some money and get, have the opportunity to blow things up, because in Novigrad they're not very clean on <laughs> keen on alchemists. No, they wouldn't be. No, um, the we've joined the free company, and the free company is what the northern kingdom's like group is okay right. so it's a mercenary group called the free company and we kind of like work together cooperatively yeah. to kind of do stuff for the free company right basically yeah. most of the time yeah, what you're trying to really say is you're roving bombers for hire a hundred percent yeah let's yeah, yeah. just be straight up you're no, roaming we have bombers to fucking we hire. don't really like the the nilf guardians right because they're no fun but um, you probably won't like anyone for the right amount of money yeah, no, it's more like, we're not vicious, we just like blowing shit up, right? Like, we, we like the boom. I find myself in that boom. <laughs> you know, that sort of stuff, right? Um, oh, there's a character in Atlantis, the Disney movie or Pixar movie, mm. that basically is like, he's an explosive guy, and basically Callum sent me a, like a, a four-minute video that is a highlight of him. And it's that's where the character archetype Everything else came from him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's actually really interesting to do, like, I've not ever really done this but i've seen this done really effectively where people do like mood board style stuff it's and it's really good stuff for like you know just picking a character thing out it sounds like a really I interesting I, technique of doing I, it i think i do it subconsciously yeah i do it in my head anyway yeah. i think like for some of the role play games that we've played recently i definitely have like archetypes in my head that i'm kind of yeah right you know you used to do you, you do iron sworn or something and your eye mm-hmm. like, goes off to like 13th warrior yep. you know vikings last King, kingdom all that kind of stuff it fires off in all those different directions antonio banderas yes um <laughs> Right. Um, yeah, so um, Toussaint is actually a um, it's a puppet kingdom under Nilfgaard. So that was some of our motivation that we right. don't really like the Nilfs because they're kind of like they've been in charge of Toussaint for ages. And they're, we said that they're the ones that kicked us out yeah. rather than anyone else. Right. Right, right, right. So basically we went around blowing up bridges um, until there were no more bridges to blow up. And now we joined the free company to, right. in hope of making some coin and right. blowing some stuff up. Right. Um so, we were like, oh, this conversation, by the way, I had with the org was really, really good. He suggested that the Tucson link, right? right, And it was like, we were just like, okay, you do know that we are going to be ridiculous, right? Like, we're going to be very silly, loud characters. And he was like, go for it. Yeah. Like, go as big as you want. Enjoy yourselves type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, for, for, for me and Callum, that's like... Oh my god, re- are you sure though? Are you sure? Because we will. And they were like, no, go for it. So we did. And um, so this kind of a concept was that we were going to be heavily armoured. Yeah. But this was going to be elephant safety gear, right? Rather than actual <laughs> right. fighting gear. It's right, right, the right. gear we wear when we're dealing with explosives. We're dealing with explosives. Right? So right? you've got to wear like steel helmet, breastplate, <laughs> all of that jazz, You're not right? running around naked, right? No, 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 no. That's how you, that's how you lose arms, <laughs> that's right? What that's how you lose brothers, right? Like Jean-Luc. Um, <laughs> Jean-Luc, yeah. Yeah. I remember the last words that Jean-Luc said to me. He said to me, Jean-Michel, you make these explosives too big. I'll always remember those words. <laughs> yeah. So all weekend. If you, if I apologise if people didn't enjoy those characters, but we had a great time. Um, right. So, 
Callum, so basically we found out that we could get hold of some explosives and that we were going to have specific rules made for us on how we make our explosives. Wow. Tailor-made individual rule sets for us. So like what you actually have to go through a crafting period. Yeah, actually we should save that for when we arrive. No, no, it's interesting. But just as a concept. Keep that in mind. I think, I think this is true for everyone. Well, everyone gets rules bespokely made for their mechanics. If they want to do something like right. that, right? right? Like, I think you can go and kind of just, like, choose more of a generic class if you wanted to express yourself in a different way. Like, oh, fuck, there's stuff I want to get to, actually, which I'll, 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 we'll, we'll develop. But think of this in mind it's as really we go through the game. It's, it's bananas, dude. It makes, it, it makes you feel so fucking special and yeah. that you are you and you do what you do and it's a specialised skill. To you, yeah. And that's what you do, right? It's It's... It, uh, it, I love it. Um, so we got hold, so Callum got hold of some. I think they were called Mark Fours or whatever. I don't know what the hell they are. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> They're basically like uh, pla- uh, cardboard tubes. You turn the top off. Right. Take it off. Turn it round. It's got like a, a oh, spark. Yeah, and it. you strike it. Strike it. Ones, yeah, lights yeah. it. Yeah. Fuzz it. Bang. Right. Oh my god, I'm ten again. I'm in heaven, right? I'm really excited about the idea of fuzzing bangers <laughs> around the woods, scary. right? Um, uh, I don't have any cranky armor. I don't have any of this stuff. But I decided that I would kind of go to town on being this character. Yes. So, so Northern Kingdoms has a reputation for being uh, very high kit quality, and it is. The kit quality is outrageously good. Yeah. Um, I spent. It was definitely under 200 quid, right? I went to a website called Armor Arena. Yeah. Um, It's a... I think it's an Indian company. Um, They make... I got a Gamberson off them. I got some uh, armored metal bits. Uh, What else did I get? I got a bunch of stuff off them. Um, Really cheap. Uh, The quality is pretty good. There's only one piece of armor that has a slight weld mark on it, which I don't mind because of my character. I think if you were going to be like a pristine cranky boy, you're going to have to pay a premium for that. But for what I was doing, it was an absolute bargain. Um, I, But the only thing I would say when ordering from them is the uh, delivery cost is very expensive and it takes a very long time for them to get the kit there. So I ordered it, I think it was eight weeks before the event. Yeah. And a, a few days before the event, I was freaking out. Right. Like, it hadn't arrived. So, basically, um, one of Callum's friends uh, was going to go, but couldn't go anymore. Yeah. So, he offered some of his kit up to me. Right. So, basically, I bought slash rented a couple of bits of kit of him. So, I now right. have an extra Gamberson, and he was kind enough to lend me a couple of bits of armor, like the helmet and a yeah. breastplate, right? Um which was really nice, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I really appreciated. So, bum, 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 bum. Oh, did it arrive in time, though? Yeah. So then I end up with all of the stuff, basically, because yeah. I not only have the stuff that I was borrowing slash buying, right. I also had the stuff I'd already bought. So I had so this... So you can kind of mix and match. Yeah. yeah. And I was kind of like still figuring stuff out. Um, I had bought a wonderful... Um, I thought, what's the name for it? It's like a not. It's not like a necklace because it hangs off your shoulders. But it's one of those things that you. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know like, they're called like a chain of office or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought one of those off a shop, which I didn't write down. It's exquisitely well made. It's. Yeah. I really kind of like. I'm going to treat Dave. Okay, so yeah, I yeah. bought all this stuff and basically I was talking through. Um, oh, I should bring up the people I went with. Um, Callum, Nick, Ellie, Andy, uh, and Ali were the guys that I went with. Ellie 
is a professional costume maker for film and television. Right. Okay. I highly recommend you all find one of these people. <laughs> yes. Ellie's mine now, so back off. But like everybody else, hope you find one for yourselves. Um, so basically, I'll, that sounds like something that would be very useful. It's surprisingly very handy to know a person like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I talked to her about my kit. <laughs> Gave her suggestions to me, helped me work out what I was doing. And not only that, she was like, oh, I'll make you a a hood type thing, a medieval hood called a, what's it called, a chaperon? I have no idea. Okay, they're like, you'll you'll recognise them. Basically, you think they look a bit like a hat, but they have the kind of bits coming off it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. You know the thing I mean? And it's kind of like you can wrap it around like a scarf or like a extra bits. Basically what it is, is it's a type of hood that you can wear in a couple of different ways. Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, uh, I can uh, if I have time, I'll make you one of these." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, if you have time, you know, whatever." Anyway, she did make one of these. It's yeah. fucking awesome. It you adds. It's just it's it's so good for the character because it like it looks good and like the pictures uh, like of the whole Northern Kingdoms event, by the way. Yeah, and your kit in general. Yeah. Uh, I, and, and like the actually just like they just look fantastic. These pictures. Yeah, we had a couple of photographers there. We had a guy called uh, Gordon Cheverett. Cheverett. Um, he's released his photos. I yeah. posted a few of them on our Facebook wall. Yeah, go and take a really look. Really good They're pictures. Really good pictures. Um, and, and not like just, you know, they'd be good pictures yeah. if you were or weren't in Do you know right? what's weird about being at this stage in, in yeah. the hobby is being part of those epically awesome looking pictures. That's weird to be in them, right? Before it would be something so aspirational. And yeah. then people are like making comments about like, oh, kick goals. On your kit, it's pretty. Yeah, boom, crazy, dude! Like, how far we've come? That's crazy. Um, uh, Oliver Facey was there. He hasn't released his pictures yet. Oh my god, I can't wait to see his pictures yeah, as well, dude. man. It's like a lot Oliver of talent, Facey. dude. I just think it's just like these sort of things attract a lot of talent. Basically, we, we kind of we did this. We did a photography episode actually that was really interesting. <laughs> yeah, Oliver um, was on that. With yeah, Netflix. I think like it can't be understated how good the photography aspect of the hobby is nope. how important it is i think like that the things that a video can kind of ruin a camera with a single shot can make amazing interestingly though they do shoot video there a little bit interesting yeah so they did a video for the event i went to before which is well made and doesn't look garbage right, right. like there's a problem i always consider most like lot videos to look terrible i know they were definitely filming when I was doing some stuff because you know how you like. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm very aware of it. I think it's because of my history with like film yeah, and television you've been in the industry. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I'm very aware of like uh, video cameras, so I kept on like looking over. Like my eyes were like zoomed onto it, you know. Like, yeah. but I don't know. I'm really curious to see what that looks like and see if it actually looks cool or not. But anyway, for sure, no, it's interesting. We're, we're digressing. Anyway, you, um... uh, Shafar, um having a uh, personal friend who is a uh, film and television designer, Ellie. Thank you so much for all Great. of your hard work and generally being awesome like i'm one of those annoying people i'll ping you messages randomly asking shit and like yeah, yeah. well done ellie to take that all on board basically um does that pretty much lead us up into friday then yeah oh i bought some fireworks as well right because it was it was november 5th i'm sure we'll go into this but how does the yeah. safety aspect of it all so work? basically someone I, else i, guess I think it was a discussion you guys I, had before i think it was ellie literally said Hey, it's fireworks night. Like, we should get some uh, fireworks. And I was just like, we're fucking explosives expert. 
it's it's fireworks night. Like I should buy some fucking fireworks, right? Like this is this is yeah. like, this is an open goal of RP that I'm just completely missed, right? Like yeah. so, I went down Tesco, bought like a bunch of uh, fireworks and sparklers, and uh, <laughs> put them in the back of the car. I but I did get in touch with the organisers before, right? So uh, got in touch with the organisers. We got into a group conversation with the. Um, the locate the people on the location that I like people that actually own the site in Eversley. Yeah, great. Um, and dude, people they just want to help you do the thing. Like I can't. It's so. And it's bad that I'm saying this. Like it's so surprising, but it yeah. really was. Like everyone's like, "Oh, you want to do fireworks? Right? We're in a, a forest. There's there's dry stuff about the place. We have to be careful about this." But generally, it was all talking about how can we get this to work? Okay, yeah. like, well, there's a place here we can use. We can be safety here. Right. We'll need a bucket for some water. We'll need to blah blah blah. And I was just like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." And we had a really good conversation about how to get it done well, safely we actually used to help to put together a uh, firework display for hemmingford this is we? this is not my first rodeo in dealing yeah. with explosives so it does kind of work right yeah. like i, I kind yeah, of, do know yeah i have I, some experience at least but um but also like actually we'll get to the firework display because it's it's fucking funny but yeah. the um right so we're kind of getting down there we're in friday we're in friday let's go friday let's go um so the site is at a place called eversley um in and it's run by a, a company called ilarp Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it's like in the woods. So when I went there, there was actually a logging happening in the area. That's right. how like woods it is, right? Like, and you basically come through, drive up there, and then I parked up the car, and there's like, like an airsoft village is the best way to describe it, right? right. So lots of little shacks and structures all in a big circle, around a giant um, fire pit. It's quite big, by the way, that right. I'm describing. And then behind it is a bunch of other buildings going backwards, and then there's just woodland for fucking acres and acres all around you okay yeah. fucking cool site we were assigned a shack but like something you can sleep in yeah we had a shack so we yeah. had no idea what to expect but there it is a little like basically it was, it was pretty snug we had um the the two beds either side with the right. door and then we managed to kind of fill all of our stuff in there right. and yeah it was snug as a bug in there man it was uh it was great and bear in mind oh, wow. it was november 5th yeah it'd be cold outside no right? it was snug as much actually it was incredibly mild like yeah. the, the, the actually no we, had, we did have a mild november. it was mild but yeah. man i was i was i was very comfortable in that little tent that nice. little shack with uh thing. Oh, dude, that sounds great also it has like um elements of like blind dogs because it's me and callum and we we're talking about the, the our hovel that we yes. had so there's loads of notes of this like blind dogs is kind of like it's the only other like larp i've done like this and they had very similar notes and i get the feeling that similar crew were involved yes similar players were involved yeah. like this is this well, is very much that amazing world. as well right yeah and it's also like like blind dogs is so special in my memory in fact that one of the organizers um was there and i managed to bump into him and bear in mind like there's no more blind dogs they're yeah, yeah. one off yeah and i ran out to him and i was just like so i managed to corner him and basically just be like he came over and had a chat i was just like dude like me and Callum like gushed a little bit about how much we love blind dogs and like i was worried that we'd made our episode on blind dogs and then it was like then they're not making any more blind dogs and i was like fuck did i hope our podcast didn't have anything to do with that and he was like no not at all and it was like a kind of relief for me because yeah. i was like oh, i'm worried about it but anyway thank you to the whole team they're amazing um yeah so we get given our little shack uh we get set up in there uh, I basically get all of my kit out and I like, I really haven't, I've put bits on, yeah. but with now Callum's other bits, I'm like, okay, so it's the first time I'm really getting suited and booted. Man, I just, 
I've never felt more like kitted, charactered in character. Like right? I just felt amazing, You're and people were like, in character. and it was like I don't know, being a pretty, pretty average dude like me, having people going like, "Man, you look fucking amazing right now." It's like you, yeah. I do not hear that. That's a yeah. that's a thing I don't hear. Okay, if you attractive people who get compliments about how you look, like that isn't like it for other people. Okay, the rest of us <laughs> don't get that shit very often. So. Um, it was really nice, like, just to kind of put the kit on, feel good, feel centred in the character, nervous that I'm about to do a ludicrous French accent for the weekend. <laughs> let's fucking go, right? Let's so, go! Let's go! <laughs> so I checked in, and basically, um, very, very busy. They had, a like, a god tent type thing. Uh, I collect my player pack. We find out where we're going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can drive my car straight up to where the shack is, so dump it all out there. Oh, bear in mind, my back is still fucked. Right, like right. I had a, a, a operation in October, August. My back was a little upset by the end of the weekend. Extremely upset, but like, yeah. so I'll dip in and mention that occasionally because it kind of has some yeah, it has impact on the event, right? It's your experience. Yeah, but people were obviously really helpful, helping me move stuff in and out of my car, which was fucking awesome. Um, inside the player packs, okay, are. We decide. Okay, so when you design your character, you have a certain amount of points you get to spell and spend on skills. Mm. We, uh, I'm an alchemist, which is worth three. I'm a man at arms, uh, and then there's a couple other stuff. Oh, knowing there was like a, a skill that's like hearing rumors or being well traveled, so I can actually ask people and get rumors from people about game mm. and plot. Uh, that didn't actually happen this time because of something to do with the game, but it's a cool mechanic which I want to get into. Dude. But um, yeah, dude. So actually, this is probably an interesting part to get into in mm. terms of uh, just game mechanics and how the game mechanics are delivered to players. Yeah. Because when you said you started having bespoke abilities that were yep. made, yep. I assume that is then delivered to the rest of the player no. base so they're aware of it. So or... it's a very cool light game. So right. they kept they talked a lot. I kept on hearing about this about Nordic LARP. I am not an expert on Nordic LARP, right. but and I wish I could remember some of the the because ever so often someone would say a line, yeah, that was like a quote from something about Nordic LARP, and I yes. was like, that's I completely feel that way about LARP, and it's like, oh, yeah. that's just a Nordic LARP expression. And I'm like, I need to find this book or whatever the hell it is that has all these like expressions in it because that's it's how we like to play the game. Yeah. It's how they do it. They, they, they even talked about how um, after the event give yourself some time and it's like it's it's a, mm. a line about how your memory changes the event and yes. makes it into that movie oh, we've discovered feeling. that we, we've this. talked about yeah. it and there's like oh it turns out like experts actually know all about that yeah. and that's a real thing so yeah really cool um yeah sorry what was the question you just asked me a question no, just about about how the rules were delivered to the oh, players so so basically what we had in our and this is in our player packs okay we have a recipe right for a bomb okay right. To make something, you need the recipe, and then you need the resources to go with it. Right. So that might be something that you might need to make at the alchemist place, and they literally have a place with like alchemy bottles oh, and cool. shit. Right. They have a actual blacksmith, an actual blacksmith right. with blacksmiths, and then you can get your if you get your armor hit, it becomes damaged. And then it can become, like, there are different levels of damage. Right. Um, and you have to go and pay the blacksmiths to go and get that repaired for you. Nice. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I had a couple of dealings with them over the weekend. They were fucking cool. Um, is the, how's the combat system? Is that fairly... Yeah. So, combat is like... Or should we get to that when you do some fighting? 
Oh, we've just, we bought it we'll just Let's it. just yeah, do it. Yeah, Let's yeah, just yeah, do yeah. it. Okay, so... And I'm going to get this wrong, by the way. So I would highly recommend if you are going to go to the Witcher LARP, don't take what I'm saying verbatim. I'm probably going to yeah. fuck something up. Yeah. Um, you have base hit points. Right. And then you have extra hits that are based on what armor you're wearing. So it's yeah. light, medium, heavy. Sure. Um, kind of like Empire, then. Yeah, very much so. Um, it averages... So let's say if you have mostly medium, but a couple of bits of uh, metal. So yeah. I think you have to have 60% of your body covered to make it count. If you have a certain other amount, then you might be able to add like more hit points on if you just have a couple of bits of heavy right, armor. Right, sure, sure. Right? I was armored to the wazoo, yeah. so I was a heavy, chonky boy, basically. Yeah. Um, I had a helmet. I had, um, what's the thing called? Around in it? No, uh, no, you, oh, I had a gambeson, yeah. um, which was, oh my God, if you want to stay warm, by the way. Yeah. Oh, how people wear gambesons and armor in the summer is, I have no idea. That's, 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 that's how you kill yourself, basically. That's crazy. I was a sweaty boy throughout yeah. the entire thing. Um, I had a, oh, a gorget. Oh, right. I see. Uh, yeah, the yeah. shoulder bits. Yeah. Uh, I had uh, fucking greaves. greaves. Braces. Uh, 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 Nick lent me his uh, braces. Um, I saw you using the, remember the, uh, the metal yes. sort of fists that I gave you. Yes. There are some issues with them, which we'll they get are, to. Yeah, yeah. But, it looks fucking Did cool. Did you have gloves on this time? Uh, we'll get to that. Oh, um, you, you idiot. <laughs> you idiot. You idiot. Look, look okay, so hey. I, gave, I know, no, I gave these to Dave, right? <laughs> and the first time he uses them without gloves, yeah. he cuts his hand up, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting in the impression this story's going to go this way. I don't. I no longer feel guilty for the fact they're hurting you. Oh, do you know what's worse? Like, everyone I went with is just going to be like, Dave, you're a fucking moron. You are a moron. I am, but I was just like, eh, it's only a little It, you, you, it um, literally happened to you the previous time. No, anyway, I know. Unbelievable. Outrageous. Anyway, outrageous. I, I had a lot I was thinking about and that wasn't my like, <laughs> top priorities. No, not your knuckles. No. It's only them. No, it's fine. You it's, fucking okay. idiot. So... Oh, and we had loads of money. Like, me and Callum right, took right. Uh, some extra things in, like, wealth, because we're nobles, right? Okay, so we got so it's like skill trees that you buy points in, essentially. Kind or, or of, like background yeah. Traits. There's the background traits, and then right. you can kind of build and spec off that, basically. Um, sure. So I'm an alchemist, I have rumours, and I put, I put everything else into earning money, basically. Nice. Yeah, makes so sense. So we had uh, this, this little um, template for a bomb. Yep. So if we gathered enough resources. But we also had an ability where... Combining our abilities, um, oh, what was the mechanic they had? Oh, I've forgotten it. Wait. What the name was? There's basically like a thing where you have a power, right. a force power, effectively. I can't right. remember what it's called, but basically we have to use that ability. Right. And me and him, just by RPing together in our shack, can create explosives out of fuck all. Right. Right. That's our special ability. So you have to go to your shack. Well, we have to go somewhere, do some RP. So basically, right. we went to the tent like messed about for a bit then came out and ta-da we are armed to the teeth yeah. with explosives right, right. Um, uh, but you have to use a <laughs> certain what a great ability yeah it's also funny too the like, idea of the Dubois brothers being like we, we, we will be right back and then you go in there and hear like swearing like, every... and like smoke comes out the window and... it, it instantly gives you the idea of like a, a meeting and everyone's like we're down to our last resources how do we get out of this yeah. and then the Dubois brothers like we shall go to the shack yes we maybe have some scraps <laughs> I know they literally come back with explosives because yeah, yeah, that's yeah, obviously yeah. the solution. Yeah. Oh, obviously. Yeah, it is. It is the solution. And it came to be the solution quite like Anyway. Uh, it sounds like it would be the solution quite a lot. It is a solution. If you have problems, blowing them up works pretty well. And it's like, it, even if it doesn't solve the problem, you still get to enjoy a really big explosion. Makes, yeah. So, everyone's a winner. Um, right. So, 
we're loaded. We've got a player packs. Everyone's got like really cool shit, by the way. Yeah. Like, um, uh, actually, I won't talk about. No, that no, now. no. We'll learn about them. Yeah. Bit, so, yeah. Um, so, got suited and booted. Had our player introductions. Okay. Right. Um, oh yeah. By the way, thank you to the. What well, there was a guy that was near our camp that helped me put my armor on a right. bunch of times. People know about armor and how it's supposed to fit sure, on people. Sure, sure. I think my breastplate was just slightly too big for me, and the rest fit. Right. But I had to be adjusted, and it's a into team it, effort yeah, yeah, to get yeah. into armor and out of armor a lot of the time. Um, so thanks for that. Um, we had an induction. So literally, right. all the new players, which was fifty percent of the players at the event, by the way, right. were um, basically. You had like different stations, so you got split up into a di- different groups, and then you had like fighting, alchemy, um, uh, well, there's a bunch of stuff. I yeah, can't yeah, remember yeah, that yeah, six yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. But the um, and you go around like an induction type thing. So each person that you come to, they'll talk to you about alchemy. They'll explain to you how alchemy works, how right. to get involved in it, and then you go on to the next thing. While that's happening, all the more experienced players are going off to an encounter. So everyone's like, no one's just waiting around. Everyone's doing something and enjoying right. it. So I went through, did all my inductions um, and learned all about the different parts of the game and how it all works, which was really fucking good. So everyone's on the same page as we go on. Um, and then then we got to go on our first little skirmish out into the woods. Right. So I deliberately, like, like Jean-Michel is not used to fighting, right? Right. Like he is... Yeah, he likes the idea, but it's it's he's still pretty scared. So going out to the woods, we were like, we are me and Callum are talking the entire time. We're trying to sneak, and I'm being like, Jean Paul, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about. Someone said like, someone said, oh, if you get if you're at the back, uh, you you'll get killed. And I went, I always heard if you're at the front, you get killed. And it was like, oh, you die there as well. I'm like. Jean-Paul, we should stay in the middle as much as possible. So every, from then on, every single time we went out on a skirmish, we tried to stay in the middle. Every single time. Whatever convoy we were on, whatever we're doing, the middle is safe. Um, so then, I love it. What a great... Yeah, it was really fun, right? Like, like I don't know what this is like for people. We were having a really good time. Oh, um, power move. That's <laughs> so we that, get... That, that is an awesome character trait. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, but it. it's really fun. Like, me and Callum just love LARPing with each other, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You, you do bounce We ad-lib off really each other well, a lot. Yeah. But the, um, then we come across, it's, it's fucking dark. Yeah. It's the fucking woods, right? Yeah. Like, we've got one lamp with us type thing. And then we come across fucking beasties. Like, uh, I think they were drowners. I think they were drowners. Right. But basically, like, people in latexy type suits of masks and all this stuff in the fucking oh, cool. dark. It's cool. So... Yeah. Everyone jumps over there. We gank them type thing and just cut them up. And like, uh, I run over there and like stab one up. And I'm like, I got one. I got one. I'm a mighty warrior. I killed him. Um, And we're like, yeah, just having a good time. And then we get led through more woods until we get to a... um... Oh yeah, we can hear stuff in the bushes, right? So there's right. this real paranoia feel of like right, right, there's something right. in the bushes coming to get us type thing. And then we come through to this fort and the doors are open and we come through there and there's this guy waiting for us and he's like, a, he's very shady. Right. Like he's very much like an NPC, like something bad's happening here, right? Yeah. And basically he's looking to get hold of a MacGuffin that I can't remember now. It's like a, a something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the, in the fort, and this is a big wooden palisaded fort, by the way, is um, a dead, what's it called? A lation? Yeah. Which is like a tree-armed, really big, 
It's got like uh, antlers for on its head. It's fucking crazy, like looking, and it's dead. So we're all like, "Fuck, are you sure it is dead?" You know, like <laughs> should we should we kill it again? Uh, maybe we should blow it up just to be careful. Um, oh yeah, and all of this time I've got an explosive, and I'm like wondering whether I should use it on anything that comes out right, of the darkness. Right, right, by the right, way, right. in the end, I decide smartly. It's dark. Yeah. It's, I've never used one of these before. I'm not going to use it in the dark. It's just a shit idea, right? So I don't use any of my explosives. Um, That was pretty intense going out there into the woods, right? Yeah. We head back. Uh, Timing was a little bit late. I think there was like traffic and a bunch of other things slowed people down getting to the site. So it was a little bit later. Um, What else happened on Friday? Oh, we had to sign up to the free company. So the entire company has to go and sign their name in a ledger, okay? Right. And then you're on the payroll of the free company. We found out later, Ian, it's five years. (laughs) And we were like, how long did you say? (laughs) Five years? (laughs) Mon dieu. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, Uh, they also have a thing called a notice board, which is literally like, if you've played the game, um, they have notice boards and you have like quests on the notice board. Same vibe. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they'll tell you X is happening here, something's happening here, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think we had one lot of guard duty that night where we had to kind of like watch some of the gates for a certain amount of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's mostly Friday. I'm probably missing stuff out. Lots of drinking, having a yeah. good time. Oh, I was really sick as well, by the way. Oh, right. Like, Oh, yeah, you did say. I was really sick. And I'm also one of those people, like, if you're working with me and you come in and you're sick... I'm going to give you shit. Like, there's a reason why we have sick days. Don't come into work so you make other people sick. I was that asshole that went to an event sick. So, yeah. and I know at least one person got sick. Not COVID, obviously. Not COVID. Everyone had to take their tests and stuff before. But I think I've made people sick and I feel really bad about that. So, sorry. Um, but I was pretty sick. So, I got an early night on the Friday in right. a hope of trying to have a bit more of a, a good time the next day. Um, Saturday. Let's see. What time is it? Yeah, we'll keep going. Yeah. Um, Saturday, the... Um, Started off in the morning with a raid on Nilfgaardian supplies. Okay, so it's daylight now. Right, I'm, I've I've flung an explosive into like I know what that sensation feels like. I've practiced it. We're ready. Let's go Dubois the fuck up. Right, yeah, like yeah. so we all head off to try and raid these supplies. And the idea is we get there, we nick the supplies, and come back again. Right, we come through these uh, woods. We see where the Nilfgaardians are. We sneak around there. Callum, like, crashes through the bushes down to just the side or whatever, where everyone's like, we'll sneak up on them and attack them. Callum marches through the bushes, lights and explosives, swears at them, <laughs> and then throws an explosive at them, okay? <laughs> he throws it about 10 metres short, right? Like, it's nowhere near anyone. But I loved it. It was certainly... <laughs> it let people know... We're not doing it quiet. Listen, this is how it's going to go, okay? So... I run around there and I'm like, uh, so then we start engaging. Um, I'll say this again. The crew were phenomenal. Okay. They were just awesome people. They really went for it again and again and again. And the kit quality was incredible. They yes. literally were all wearing the Nilfgaardian kit. They all had like, they had crossbows and all that. They just looked like fucking Nilfgaardians, okay? And they were brilliant and they were great at fighting and all this stuff. This, um, I lit a banger. They hit, had a line and I said something ridiculous and threw my banger just behind them and it went off and nobody moved, okay? <laughs> 
<laughs> which is totally fair enough, right? <laughs> if I was actually throwing an explosive, you throw it just behind the line, everyone in the front line gets wrecked and we just were free, right? Reality. Yeah, 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 yeah. LARP, all the people in the front line heard was a bang go off behind them and no idea what was going on, okay? Yeah. So totally fair enough. Um, after the skirmish, I went up to the organisers and went, hey, what do I do if the crew don't react to an explosive going off? Because it's yeah, supposed yeah, to have yeah. a three metre range, right? It's right. pretty big. Um, they were like, don't count it as being used. Just just act like you. It's like a call yeah, yeah, in yeah. another system. If, yeah. if they don't react to it, then, then you get another yeah, one. Yeah. Like, again, great organ- organisers there. Like, yeah, just yeah. the best. Um, so our initial little fight, managed to get the uh, supplies, haul that out, beat up the Nilf Guardians, Big victory, really yep. fucking happy. Um, then, oh man. Then later on, we got told that there was a village that needed protecting. Okay, and okay. like we're really getting into our characters at this stage, right? We're right. really, we're people are getting to know us as well as the Dubois, right? Like we've got, <laughs> some people just call us idiots. Other people find us hilarious, right? Like we're doing our thing. Um, we get told about this uh, village that needs protecting. <laughs> right. So we head out there and um, basically there's a, a, a little village that we have to go and protect. And there's some like villagers there and they're kind of downtrodden yeah. and looking sad. So uh, me and Callum are in the middle and everyone's kind of spread out and we will be like, we will be a rapid response force <laughs> and stay in the middle. And uh, so we stay in the middle and then eventually the North Guardians do show up. And like basically me and Callum are just yelling abuse at them. Like... Hey, Nilfgaard, fuck off! And, like, just being, like... And these poor crew, like, just... <laughs> you know what I mean? They're trying to be, like... Hey, we're from Nilfgaard. You have to leave this village immediately. And we're, like... Hey, suck a dick! You know what I mean? Like, um... <laughs> yeah. Like, well, yeah. And then, so they eventually engage us. I threw a bomb, and it had a great effect. And people went down, and it was right. great. And I was, like, yelling and fighting. And it was just a really, really great fight. Um... Uh, lots of like crossbow action going on around me, like shield Sounds walls, amazing, really dude. fun. Um, and then afterwards, we got told uh, that the villagers couldn't hold on to the village anymore, and they needed it to be destroyed. So me and Callum like RP'd setting up explosives, and they were like, the, the village. yeah, and we were like, you must leave now, or you will die. Come on now, your safety, your lives are in danger. Let us go. And it's just like, so then we leave. And then, like, uh, I think I did a count down, and then it went off at, like, two or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not the right count. Anyway, blowing up the village, really, really good fun, right? Like, um, then we... So, like, pretty much immediately after this, we get told that, some we're in Tucson, by the way, which yeah. is our home turf. Yeah. So we we have we're very much vested interest in what's happening here. Okay. Like we do not like these Nilfgaards being here. Yeah. Um. So we get told that there have been villages been taken captive. Right. So we're like, fuck yeah, let's go and rescue some fucking villages. Yeah. So we go to another bit where there's like there's a few shacks and the Nilfgaardians are like set up there. Right. So immediately like um. Like, start heading into them, battling them, having a great time. Uh, I think I... Did I fuzz one then? I might have fuzzed one then. Anyway, it's a great battle. Yeah. Because because there was, like, a building in the middle. Okay. You have these, like, two flanks. Sure. And they're very dynamic. And inside the shack are the people. And we're trying to get them out. Because, basically, the Nilfgaardians have set up uh, wood 
all round the outside of the barn that they're in, mm. and I'm going to set it on fire. Here's a question, just to make sure I'm certain this is the case. Yeah. But like, I'm assuming all 50 players are always players. They yes. never cross over into being. So you're not the people you're fighting against is the crew. Is yes. that the case? Yes, that's true. But there will be some caveats to that later on, which we'll get to. Because interesting, some interesting shit happens. Okay. But the generally, yeah, if you're a player, you're a player, and yep. then with some exceptions, and then but all the crew were crewing the entire time. Right. Sure. Um, sure, sure. So they basically the crew. Basically, I mean, I was knackered. The yeah. crew really had to do a lot of work. But they also looked like they were having a cracking time, by the way. Yeah. I would highly recommend, like, I would be very interested in crewing one of these events because they looked like they were having a whale of a time, yeah. right? Um, there must be a lot of energy. Yeah, but they just seemed really, they really bored it. Yeah. They really brought it every single time. Like, I never got, like, a half-arse fucking Nilfgaardian attack. It was always, like, full-on, yeah. you know. Also, um, to be honest with you, skirmishes when you've got, like, 50 people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you're going to have X number but of... But it's less than 50, you. right? Because there's different groups. So the witches would go off and do witchery things. Oh, right, other okay. people go off and do other things. This was, like, a, a most people thing. But even then, like, some witches would be like, I'm not going if I'm not being paid for it, right? Like, right. there's loads of, like, edgy stuff like that happening, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah, yeah. we're like, no, we're up for the fight. So we head off there. I go around like I'm fighting on the right hand side of the shack, and it's mm. not. There's no. It's just a stalemate. So right, I'm like, right, okay, right. I'm gonna leave this bit. I head around to the left, and then we enter into this pitch battle where I can't what the call is. It's like power or something. There's like, and whenever you do this one thing, if I, it's a bit like a repel or a cleave, but yeah. in one call. Yeah. So if I hit your shield and say the magic word. I either break my shield, I fall over, I do all this stuff. So a guy did that to me. Right. And I went, wah, and I fell back on my ass and in armor and all this stuff, right? <laughs> like really going big on it. Um, and then I think I did one to someone's leg. Anyway, it's really fun, yeah. really cool, uh, very streamlined, very simple uh, to, to understand and to communicate it's, what it's you're doing. It's the epic moment happens. Yeah, button, right? and it's fun, like, honestly, being a guy in full armor and then yeah. just throwing yourself backwards, obviously being careful not to crush yes. anyone behind yeah. you, but, like, it's a good time, dude. As a player, how many... Is there, like, a number of these you can do? Or yes, is it... I think you have one, and then you have to rest or something. Before you can do it again. Oh, there's also a thing called a fate coin, right. which is something that you can earn or is given to you, and that's, like, a mega... So say if you went down to zero... Oh my god, the death rules are fucking crazy. I haven't even gone into this. Yes. So say if you get down to zero hit points, right. you have a timer, which is five minutes, okay? Right. That ticks down. If someone bandages you and the bandage is good, right. it doubles the timer that you're on at that moment, okay? Cool. Yeah, that's cool. But if a referee comes up and tugs at the bandage and it's either too tight or not tight, if it falls off or it's too tight, it won't count. Right. So you have to not... Just, you know, LARP bandages yeah, can yeah, often yeah. be like, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, you have to get it legit. If someone starts healing you, I think it's a two-minute timer to heal someone. Right. If it's under two minutes and you start healing them, they're already dead. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Although, actually, in some ways, you think about it, that's actually longer than you have in Empire. Dude, there's... I love it. Yeah. There's lots of stuff. I think I fucked up the rules a couple of bits for taking hits on arms. I should have been more dramatic in how it did, but I'm still learning my way, right? Like, yeah. I want to play the game right. Yeah. It's just, I just need to get a bit more practice. Sure. Um, oh, this is, by the way, when I decide to put the greaves on, by the way, the, the, yes. the, the, the yeah. yeah. Full so it turns out, right, like, when you own something and they cut your knuckles and arms, yeah. right? If you don't do anything about that and then put that same item of clothing on again, it does exactly the same thing again. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So basically, I ended yes. up slicing my finger open, 
and like it wasn't bad it's just a yeah, superficial yeah. cut yeah, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. lucky Eddie had a a bandage which you put around my thumb which my finger which was nice but basically then I had to go away and tape tape worked by the way a little bit yeah. of black tape on the edges it's it's just because basically there's these uh, rivets it's the, the reverse it head was, of the rivets it was actually the edge was sharp right, that was okay. the bit that cut me this time basically there's a lot of things on those that are just yeah. you need to wear gloves basically yes you need to wear gloves um, yeah. or put tape on them which I've done and you yeah. can't really see the tape anyway yeah. my bad I'm a fucking idiot it's alright it's, it's good um yeah, so then... Oh, rescuing the hostages. Um, I managed to get in my door or someone's behind me trying to get them out behind me and we're battling right. and then they're trying to go out the other way. But basically, we managed to get these um, these these hostages out and funnel them away. So we start to leave. Just uh, for clarification, do they have buildings and structures? Yes. Or is it... Okay. Yeah, so it's actual... like, a, like little wooden shacks, basically. Right. Um, it's it, very like airsoft different sizes right? and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's quite... A lot back there, to be honest with you. Right. Eversley is a great site. Yeah, it's a great site for lot. I would that sounds be amazing. I would be like, that would definitely be a tick. They didn't have showers. They did have toilets. Yeah. Um, lots of places to kind of have like just it's it's good. The only problem is it's quite far from us, isn't it? It's about an hour, hour and a half south is of that... here. Yeah, it's basically just south of Reading type vibe. Oh, I thought you said it. Okay, I thought it was something else. No, they, they change location. Oh, that's why. Okay. Oh, that's important to mention. They do change location. So they also change location geographically. So the free company will be in different areas. Interesting. So that, like, there's lots of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. where are the free company going to be next and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next event is going to be in Grimsby. Um, but unfortunately, they have sold out of tickets, basically. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry. Um <laughs> kind of weird though like promoting this will might actually mean that i don't get a ticket next time yeah right like it, they sold out in like an hour and a half they sold out nice. in an hour and a half yeah like they it's so good and i shouldn't even be promoting no, it. No. um the yeah get the people out but then as we're withdrawing i find out that callum uh jean paul has got his leg cleaved and is having medical treatment so i, right. I have to like hold the line with a, a friend of mine holding line and the nil guard is coming towards us and that's where I'm like behind my shield get the old explosives out and I'm like goodbye and I throw the explosives in front of their line and they all have to like oh some of them go down with shields some of them run away and they all explode and it gives us just enough time to get the fuck out of dodge and it was Amazing. so good like so good um right. not today <laughs> not today exactly it was something like that right. it was something it was something yeah. as ridiculous like not today Nils Guardian scum Psh! And then, like, yeah, exactly like that. Like, massively. Scampering off. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, they are definitely going to want to kill us, right? Like, on this day, remember that you survived fighting the Dubois brothers. There is something cool to be said. Uh, For example, like, fighting in in, in the battles in LARP. I Mm -hmm. really enjoy going, like, doing it in the kind of competitive kind of way, right? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to to, to beat you in a sword fight. But Mm -hmm. I also really like doing the bits where you're like... You see another character, another player is really bringing it, mm-hmm. like really bringing it, and you're like, "I really want to be part of that story you're trying to tell now, right now." Right, yeah, and that, yeah. if that story is like kicking my ass in an epic battle and like going like full epic, where we do like the way we we react to each other's hits is extremely dramatic. And do you know what it felt like? The rules felt like they were designed to be brutal. Yeah. But in a very like safe environment, like I think maybe one person died, two people died over the whole entire course of the weekend. So. The, de- the threat is lethal, yeah. but like avoidable or I'll have to play around and do all this stuff, right? So there's a nice level of that. I think also when you have uh, 
a, a, a group of players that all want to engage with things in a more cinematic way mm-hmm. as a concept where it's not just about the win, right? It's about like there's a story that's mm-hmm. being told and we're going to express that together. Yeah, man. Uh, and, and it's free form and things can happen and people can put diversions into that and stuff, but it's it has that sort of loose structure Very much so. of pursuing a kind of a, a really narratively compelling like, cinematic you wanna, moment. It's like me and you do this in D&D and all our role play games, like playing suboptimally. Yeah like being the character rather than what you think would be the best decision to make or whatever yeah, or the best yeah. fighter like it's way better for me like I just enjoy that more yeah. than being I don't want to be the hero I want to be an interesting character right? Uh, uh, or, or you want to if you discover that you're the hero that's yeah, what makes yeah. it fun right? Yeah. Um, yeah so then oh here's a thing so in the world of The Witcher the people in Novigrad who go around burning people a lot are called witch hunters, okay? Right. And they're part of, like, this whole thing. Um, and there are, obviously, your elves, half-elves, and dwarves are all playable right. fucking characters at oh, this, nice. right? Okay. I, I so, did see, yeah, some elf players, yeah. So us being Tucson noblemen have very little experience in dealing with these other others, yeah. right? So I was like, excuse me, elf? Yeah. Uh, could I talk to you about what it is like being an elf? And like stuff like this. So I started having conversations with the different non-human characters right. that were there, trying to ask like, why do they hate you? Why did they burn you at the stake? Uh, you do not seem too dangerous to me, right? And like going around and asking people yeah, yeah, yeah. and getting their opinions on it. I met a very like, um, like a dwarf who was just like trying to explain like, if, uh, if humans... Uh, if humans came along now, witches would hunt them because they're basically monsters. Like basically trying to say that humans are monsters, yeah. if you know, in different eyes. Um, bunch of stuff like that. Uh, a really cool elf lady talked to me about what it's like to be an elf, and it was kind of like I was, I was, it was kind of sweet. They were like, "Ah, oh, he's an idiot, but he means well. Yeah. He's trying to learn." It was kind of nice. Anyway, Ellie, who was playing a half elf, said to me like, "There was a a, 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 a witch hunter character there." Looked like the witch hunter, right? right the yeah, hat, yeah. everything, right? The kid nice. was so good, yeah? And she was saying to me, like, she was giving him, like, evil eyes, like, saying how she wasn't very comfortable with him being there. Right. So, uh, I passed this guy and was like, I wonder if uh, I could talk to you at some point about uh, being a witch hunter? And he was like, sure, you know? And then we sat down in the afternoon and basically it was just cool. Like yeah. two LARPA characters sitting down at a table and just me asking him questions and him like with this very like heavy heart telling me about how he was a witch hunter and how he did terrible things and now he's trying to make up for it. Right. And we talked about he's like an ex witch. He's an ex witch hunter and we talked about like the nature of what it is and how cruel people can be and how unfortunately like the world is like a cruel place and like yeah. trying to do the right thing is often hard and all this stuff. Like it was just a really nice bit of RP between two players. Like really like that. Like yeah, yeah really like that. Anyway, so fucking around with some of those ideas was kind of fun and being ignorant is a lovely way to get into those, right? Instead of yeah. having an opinion on it, ask other players their 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 what they're doing. Awesome, right? hundred percent. Um so oh God, I'm probably gonna miss some stuff off here. In the evening we get told to do guard duty, okay? okay. So me and Callum um, go to stand at a gate. <laughs> Nothing is happening. Right, okay. Okay? It's clear. Nothing's coming out of the woods, right? We're just going to be there for a while, okay? Interesting. Like, 
So, so uh, is this something that rotationally like yeah. people have to do? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I start singing, and the song started with the elf is on the shelf. The elf is on the shelf. <laughs> right, and I carried on singing this, but we ended up changing it to um, the elf is on the square. The elf is on the square. And we went through this whole song about how elves and dwarves are brought to the square and then um, the, the fucking the church people bring logs and then they set them on fire. Wow. I did not expect wow. yeah. um, And then the last one, the, the second from last one is the Dubois watching horror. The Dubois watching horror. Why are they burning them? The Dubois watching horror. And then the witch hunter came along and then goes... The witch hunters are to blame. The witch hunters... Yeah, right? So from what would have been a really boring... Like, just us hanging out for like half an hour to an hour at the gate. We just had a hoot. We were having the best time. That anyway, sounds amazing. We also end up start hearing chanting and noises in the woods. Okay, later on. We've been yeah. there a while. And we're like, fuck, we should do something about this, right? So our friend Ali, who's playing an elven scout, he's like... Let me go and check it out. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll like raise the alarm and stuff and get troops. So we all start yelling, alarm, your lives are in danger. We are what, about to be attacked. What a cool thing, by the way. What you just described is like a, a really great, like na- like the guy gets to do the thing. Like I'm the scout. I'm going to go and check it out. You're the guy. And like, he got know? to do the thing as a scout a bunch of times. Actually, yeah. I'm missing something off here, but I'm going to keep on going yeah, with yeah, the story. Going, um, the, uh, so then people start to muster and like they're doing stuff. They all come over. Yeah. Ali comes back. Yeah, there's some fucking freaky shit happening in the woods right now. There's some sort of cult thing happening out there. And we're like, oh my God, like, let's get together. Anyway, one of the organizers comes over and goes, so funny story. Um, you weren't supposed to be able to hear that. That's an encounter for the witches that's about to happen. It's just the crew getting so into it yeah. that they're just having a fucking ritual out there before the witches are even aware that there is a fucking thing for them to go and deal with. <laughs> the crew are just out there like culting it up like crazy, right? Like I'm like, so we all had to stand down. It was like, they were, but you did like a really, you did exactly what you should have done and we were like, we are the best guards ever. <laughs> you know, like, um, later on the witches came back through our gate and we were like, who goes there? identify yourself or prepare to die and it was like um, they were like it was like say the password and it was like what password and he says like something I'm like oh that password and I say the password back to them and they're like oh you Dubar you Dubar brothers are idiots and we were like that is not very nice we are excellent guards you know what I mean like um, unfortunately through guard duty I did miss out on going to um uh, get a bunch of herbs. That was a herb yes. mission, which I missed right. out on, which was kind of annoying, which I would have liked to have herbs because I'm an alchemist, but never mind. Um, earlier on in the day, which I forgot to mention, this guy comes into the camp. Right. He looks so fabulously flamboyant. Right. Okay. And he is also from Toussaint. He is a Toussaint noble. M- me and Callum looked over, saw this guy. Oh, he's got, he's got, a, he's got a, a bard with him playing music. He's got like a, a, a guy like I a servant he was with him. a bard, but no, he's the nobleman. No, 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 he's he the nobleman. He has bard. like flower, like one of those things off his hat. He just looks amazing, like fucking fabulous, right? right? So me and Callum take one look at this guy, and I'm like, Jean Paul, we must go introduce ourselves, and like ran over there, and we just like 
<laughs> stuck to him like oh it's so good we are also from Tucson and we were talking and he's like it's going mental I'm going mental that is so good to see you welcome welcome to the free company it is so good to have a countryman here that we can talk to seriously like sensible people um and um and then he starts going I am here because I uh, need some people to do a sneaky mission and we are like we know exactly the people. So I run over and I'm like, go and get Ali and Ellie and Nick and um, all, all, all of our crew. And I'm just like, you have to go. These are the sneakiest people we know. And he's like, um, so they, so then the guy's like, you've been, you've been here for a day. These are yeah. the sneakiest people we know. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So then, so then the Lord guy goes, can you prove it? I need, I need to know. I'm going to close my eyes and count to ten, and when I open them again, I want you to have disappeared. Okay, so, <laughs> so Ali's there, right? And like me and Callum are like, okay, cool. So he closes his eyes and starts counting, and I grab Ali. I basically put him behind me and Callum, and me and Callum go shoulder to shoulder <laughs> to hide him behind us. And um, he finishes his zero, and he opens his eyes and he goes, "Where has he gone? He has vanished." And I'm like. <laughs> He is a master of disguise, and I step out the way, right? And there he is, right? And he's like, oh, he's perfect. And then basically everyone he got to go on the sneaky mission had to try and hide in five seconds or ten seconds. Amazing. Really good fun. Love this guy. He bought the heat. And it was also like, it was so good, like, seeing someone doing basically what we're doing, but like, oh, I just, dude, so much fun. a different take, right? Loved it. Um, Boom, 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 boom. Um, Yeah, so they went off on their sneaky mission, which they bought the bard with them, by the way. But the reason why I bring it up was... Amazing. The reason why I bring it up was because Ali got to go around and actually do the sneak attacks. There is a sneak attack thing. If you can get up to someone and go stab or whatever or sneak attack on them, it kills them. Wow. So you can be a sneaky boy. You can live the whole sneak around, sneak up behind someone and, and kill them type thing. I think they're the... The NPC crew people yeah. are a little lenient, yeah, but I think that's what you want, right? You yeah, want yeah. to be able to it, do the thing. It right? makes it more of a less of an accessibility issue, right? Yeah. Like imagine, like dude, if you everyone, were someone dude. who had, like, dude, dude, you got a bad back, right? Matt, yeah. you, you hunched over all the time doing like the proper sneaky espionage no, stuff. I just feel like it's not even fun to be honest no, with you. Like think, well, crawling your way, inching no, your way. Dude, I think you misunderstand what yeah. people find fun. Okay, yeah. I know guys that would happily. Yeah crawl a hundred yards to do a sneak attack on someone's true, back, true, right? Like, there true, are true. savages out there, man. Um, but that was a really cool thing, right? Yeah. That was, yeah, yeah. So, and this nobleman shows up later on. Uh, so, so we've done our guard duty. This is later on. It's dark yeah. at this point. Um, we hear about that there's going to be a person arriving later that is going to help us make our really big bomb or really big bombs, okay? <laughs> and we're like, this is very much us, right? Or at least me, I'm the alchemist. Right. Callum isn't the alchemist, I'm the alchemist. Okay? Interesting. So what's Callum's so role in the Callum is, bomb squad, if you like? Ca- Callum makes, he's a, a, an artisan type, so he right. makes the casing. Oh, nice. So I That's make a really innards, good touch. He makes it, dude, this is game design, like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. it's just so good and so seamless and just makes sense, right? right? Like, this is the thing. It's like, it's not, they're not just creating the stuff to make it work for us. They're creating it in the world and how the mechanics work together. Just, how did you guys go around fizz wrapping that? Like the, the like the actual manufacture of an explosive. Or do we you not... went to we went to the thing, but if you have the resources which we didn't manage to get, yeah, then you go to the alchemy and you have to go for a series of steps which right. will instruct you on your card. So it will say, boil this, sure, right, filter this, pour in here. In fact, we're, we're actually going to go and talk about that right now. Okay, okay. Actually, which which order was it? 
So the guy turns up okay. saying he's going to make a massive yeah. explosive, and I think I guess you. Okay, have there's to go a few things stuff. that happen on Saturday evening. I can't remember what order they're in, so if these are out of order, my right. bad. Let's do the alchemy thing now because we're talking about it. Yeah. Person arrives at eight o'clock. This this wonderful lady who's part of the crew, um, one of the organizers actually, but she she was awesome. All the alchemists go to the the, the thing, okay, and she says that there's this. Uh, it's like a riddle almost, and right. she reads it out, and it's the instructions on how to make the make a bomb, the bomb right? right, with the different ingredients that we have, and we have five opportunities to do it. Interesting. Yes. Right. Yes. Five opportunities to do it, and the more that we get, the better off we are. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. And who's actually doing this? Is it just you and, and so, Callum or is it... No, Callum isn't there. It's just me and the other alchemists, okay? So there's like six alchemists or something, maybe more. And this lady, we've got the blacksmith forge around the corner because we have to basically get them to heat metal up for us. Awesome, to add cool. it to the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to mix metals together, to make an alloy. Anyway, we go through this fucking thing, Okay. I would say this is a good example of too many chefs right. spoil the broth, okay? Right. Like, um, it, it, this is really hard for me to talk about because I got grumpy, okay? They're, they're basically, I'll, I'll get to that. I just got really grumpy and frustrated with this process. I think it was about having lots of different people trying to come together. I really like, and I try and do this, I can be very dominating in a situation, so I very much like to try and sit back and let other players get a piece in the, in the spotlight, yeah. right? And we're trying to do this, um, trying to come up with a unified plan. Yeah. Um, there was lots of just communication errors. We'll decide on the plan, then another play, play will be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, what about this? And we'll be like, no, 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 no. We've already talked about this. Let's move on to the next bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we start going through this. First bomb, boom. Okay, we definitely, we hit, there was a, there was a, a line that was talking about some sort of booby trap. We hit the fucking booby trap, okay? Right. Um, second time round, uh, we did something, and we did something slightly incorrect. So, boom, it goes off again, okay? Right. Like, third time round, uh, I think I might have had four attempts. Four or five, whatever it was. Yeah. I'm doing the last piece of this, okay? We've done yeah. all the other bits. We've just got this one last bit to do, okay? Right. And the, the wording is, filter it out with gauze if this is the case, okay? Now, right. bear in mind, there's nothing really here. We're just RPing what's happening. So the lady asked me, can you see this in this? And I'm like, no, right? Because I am already at this point pretty frustrated with how long this is taking and how many just pointless things that we kind of end up fucking up, basically. So she goes, okay, I do the pour. She says, this thing has appeared, boom, okay? And I'm like, if you told me that, like, it's like... If I could have just done the thing for in the first place, if you just said, no, the thing is there, I would have done the filter thing and we would have got past this point. But instead, we end up blowing another thing up. And I just went, I am finished. I am done. Because I was like, just would been there for like well over an hour, by the way. Like well yeah. over an hour. And I was just so grumpy and frustrated by the entire thing that I was just like, and a good rule, I think, in LARP is if you're not enjoying something, leave, right? Yeah. So I left. Um... I think the thing is, if if you're in the right space for something like that, it's really good fun. Um, Dude, I was already yeah. really tired. Yeah. My back was giving me shit, which is that anyone with back pain knows that you get extremely grumpy just by having that on. I was frustrated by the game as it was, right? Yeah. Like, I ended up being, like, kind of, like, 
really grumpy. I think I made other players feel bad, which I shouldn't do. Right, I, I wasn't like directing at anyone like you did this or anything like this. But I think I made other feel, players feel bad, which is totally my bad. Right, like yeah. if I'm being grumpy, that's on me. That's not about other people or how you interact with the world. No one yeah. did anything else wrong. Okay, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that was totally on me. Anyway, the lady, the organizer lady, came to check on me. Oh, that's nice. She did an OC wellness check. Right? Yeah. Came up to me. She said this. I basically just vented for a minute being like, I don't think this was fair. This really annoyed me. I wanted to do this. And I, you know, some people should have like backed off a little bit when other characters who were less yeah. um, confident were trying to get involved. You know, anyway, I vented for a minute. Um, she just let me vent, took on my concerns. Yeah. Made sure I was okay and left it. I just thought that was so good. She was also the lady that designed me and Callum's fucking personalized traits. Yeah. Like, she was awesome. Yeah. So I don't know really what this story is, right? Like, I think it's more like, I think I need to work on myself and, t- like, just patience, right? And also, like, try and let other people play their game without... I think I'm one of those people... I'm very task-orientated, right? Like, let's just do the thing, right? Rather than have lots and lots of voices on it. So I think this yeah, is yeah. a pers- me a personal thing rather than anyone else. So... Um, but yeah, it's kind of changed my opinion towards alchemy. I'm not sure if it's for me, right? right. Like the whole role play of... The science. The science of it and doing yeah. all that sort of stuff like that. I don't know. I need to maybe give it another go. Yeah. Have another bite of the cherry. Maybe do something one-on-one because it was like... of like, I don't know, gabbing, having your explosiveness come from something else? Like maybe you come do some kind of weird magical thing But instead. we can kind like... of produce them anyway. We gathered some materials which we'll talk about later. So I, we don't have enough to make more now, yeah. but in the future we might. So I think I think what I would benefit... like the A-team, right? Where it just it yeah. magics into existence. Yeah, kind of I mean, you go off to a shed and then work away in there and suddenly an armoured tank comes out, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But I think, I think what I need to do is, is potentially go with another alchemist, have a one-on-one, yeah. go through it, and probably not be involved in the group alchemy things. I think that just generally is something that I'm not going to really enjoy that much. Yeah. Too many chefs, too many opinions. There might be a way around it where you don't actually even have to engage the alchemy part if you're not enjoying the well, game. Well, I don't know. Like, I want to try Yeah. I want to try the alchemy but not in that environment. Yeah. Right? That's basically what I'm saying. Um yeah, sorry if that was too negative. I just want to get that, you know, clear. Um right. The they did end up making one bomb. Right. Okay. Which they went off and they blew up. Basically, the mission was to use this bomb to blow up something up and cause an avalanche, which would uh, stop the Nilfgaardian army from entering Tucson. Oh, nice. They did this. It didn't go 100% to plan. And people came up to us and were like, oh, you Dubois brothers, like you blew it up. And I was just like, we were not involved. You know what I mean? Like, you should always use a professional with explosives. You have yourself (laughs) to blame. You know, like, um, (laughs) so we didn't go on that, that mission. Now we did go on. Now this is this is perhaps the best skirmish I have ever been on. Right. Just because of how well maybe I don't know, it's way up there. It's fucking insane. Okay. Alchemists are told that we have to go and pick this root, okay, from this plant out in the bushes, right? We're all like sounds fun. Yeah. We'll have to use gloves or whatever, you know, maybe so we, we go down into the woods, there's the plant. We're all like, okay, why don't we all just stand back a bit? And one person goes to try and yeah. get the plant, okay? Yeah, yeah. Walks down there, grabs hold of the plant. What should I do? Just pull it? Yeah, let's pull it. Pulls it. As he pulls it, smoke goes off. Okay, smoke at the bottom of the hill. Right. And then we hear the sound of a mandolin being played. Right. 
Now, through the smoke, there is a mandolin player, like an actual person playing a mandolin, yeah. coming through the smoke, expertly played, but surrounding him are a bunch of monsters. <laughs> and they're all kind of like shambling towards us, okay? They're yeah. called Neckers, okay? Yeah. And they're like grey creatures. Yeah. So we're all like, we should probably leave, right? So we all yeah. started to leave, and then the orc's like, okay, all of you come back here. I want all of you to lie down on the ground. Yeah. And when you wake up, you're all tripping balls. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I open my eyes and right, I'm lying on the ground and right on top of me is a necker, right? Like intimately close to me, okay? Yeah. On my shield. And I'm like, oh God, oh God, oh, you are scary, you are scary. And everyone's freaking out around me. And then, <laughs> so... The the creature's like, and I'm like, actually, you don't seem that bad. You could be quite nice. What is your name? And he goes, and I go, oh, Lily is a nice name. <laughs> I can't believe the neck kept a straight face. And we just like eventually managed to get out of there. And like we're tripping balls as we're leaving. And then eventually leave. <laughs> And then, uh, then the rest of them basically go back and try and get the fucking route. But yeah, to actually have like actual music combined with smoke, with creature effects, with all of this stuff, yeah, dude, really good. If you if you'd pause time and said to me, "What's going to come out of the smoke?" There's no way I would have said dancing fucking neckers with a fucking <laughs> like no way. There's no way I would have. Oh, the correct answer was this. You know, like, <laughs> madness. Um, that was, it was so good. So thank yeah. you everyone involved. Uh, I actually got to see my necker after the event, like at the end of the event, yeah, all the yeah, crew yeah, came yeah, out yeah. to say hi. And I was like, who was my fucking necker? Right? Like I gave him a big hug and yeah, was like, yeah. dude, that was amazing. Thanks. For, like, thank you so much. Yeah, um, yeah. In the evening, we did a firework display, um, which was, uh, we were planning to do it Friday, but we ended up doing it on Saturday just because of timing. Um, the crew were really good. Basically, I sat down with the crew. Where I went, this is the plan. Yeah. They helped set up everything up. Nice. Um, came time. So basically what happened was Callum, I said to him, like, dude, you got to go out in the front and like, I'm going to be dicking around back here. Okay. So I need you to, to hype the crowd up and just keep on chatting. I don't know exactly what Callum said because I was doing my own thing, but Callum was on form. Callum yeah. was like, welcome to the fabulous Dubois show, blah, 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 blah. And did, like, the fabulous light and fire show is what we yeah, called yeah, it. Yeah. Right. And we talked about like, and he just hyped the crowd up while I'm there dicking around with the actual fireworks. Um, I'm wearing full armor, by the way. I'm right. wearing a helmet, breastplate, <laughs> the whole shebang. So I'm down there and I'm lighting all these fireworks and trying to get them to go off and some of them I'm more nervous. And I realized like, I was trying to be like kind of careful with one of them. And I was just like, what am I talking about? I've never been around explosives this armored before, right? Like I could probably pin this to my chest and it wouldn't hurt. So eventually lit all the fireworks off. I'm like a foot away. The organizers let off some Catherine wheels, which was really nice of them to add to the oh, whole that's thing. That's really nice, yeah. It was lovely. It was a really nice moment to hang out with these not amazing fireworks, but they were just enough to kind of give us the vibe and like have a thing. Then we went around and handed out sparklers to everyone. So everybody got a sparkler. Oh man, that's amazing. Dude, everyone's an edgy fucking like what witcher until they get a fucking sparkler in their hands. <laughs> Watching the watching like like the the witch hunter and the, image. it's so that good image. and two of them as well like wee you know like from a wee of like the edgiest of the edgiest you know like oh, I 
love it. Give them a sparkler, man. Like they, they, they can't help but. Just... And it was in that day <laughs> that he experienced his first emotion: <laughs> childhood joy. So I was going around. I had a few left over. I was like, "Who wants some?" And people were like, "Just like kids, man." I loved it. It was so nice, yeah, like yeah, having yeah, people yeah. and just seeing people being really happy. It, it, I guessing it was kind of almost time out as well. Like, in terms dude, time of... out is like three a.m. Yeah, but no, the, the but like you know how it. usually it's yeah. like what? Now kind of, yeah. kind of. Yeah, but I really like how late it goes. Right, because you can still be RPing at three a.m. Right, like it's. And I guess the fact that you guys have shacks as well, so you can just peace out if yeah. you want to and yeah. kind of get away, which is a bit more difficult in like a big fest lot with a camp because obviously, you know, if it's still alive, it's still alive, and you're inside yeah. it, right? Um, it basically made it so it's like there was always there was always a sense of threat as mm. well, right? There was always a sense of I think I'm missing. By the way, I've missed off like this is my version of the weekend. I know that there were like elation attacked the camp at one stage. Right. Um, there was a bunch of other stuff happened, but right, so. It's, Stuff that I haven't, but there was always this ominous sense of threat in the camp. Yeah. Like there was a reason why we were doing guard duty, right? right like right, right. because there was this threat. Um, basically, lots of drinking, had a really lovely time, went to bed, right? Yeah. Um, and weirdly, this is one of those laps that they're so full on that my actual evening drinking time was dramatically reduced, and I was much more interested in getting an early night and feeling f- as fresh as I can be the for the next day. day's yeah, action. For sure, for sure. Um, which was Sunday, so. Um, we did some more guard duty, but while on guard duty, our friend Nick, who is a wonderful man, he's a mage, right. okay? And the way he does his magic is by using breakdancing moves. Oh my god. It's, it's so good. A breakdancing portal <laughs> mage, Ian. So he creates portals using breakdance moves. <laughs> Just so fucking good. so good, <laughs> you know. Like the fucking the. So basically, what he does is he sets up like a couple of flowers at one end, sets up a smoke grenade type thing or whatever. We right. all step through it. It's a maximum of six people. If the person creating the portal is injured and you are still in the portal, you're fucked. Right. If you if the person if made the portal is injured at any point, the portal closes basically. And right. Six people at a time, and basically we did a practice of like. Um, doing it and going through the portal which right. was really fun right? where do you go so basically you all walk with your hand in the air because yeah. you're no longer in space and invisible yeah, yeah. then when you get to the other side you dump a smoke grenade at your feet and then everyone steps through the, the thing and that's where you are oh, nice. so we come up with this idea of how about the special <laughs> delivery right the power combined between breakdancing portal man and the Dubois brothers yeah. could be world teleporting changing. explosives special <laughs> delivery <laughs> and then out through the portal again right like we could Shazam yeah like basically the portal guy has to have knowledge of where he, he he's going to teleport right. so basically all we need to do is really walk him around to a few kingdoms and courts yeah. around the place yeah. and then just go on a massive massacre of killing fucking leaders around the world <laughs> by just lobbing explosives in <laughs> Yeah, the only clue we have is so he has, he has a Toussaint accent. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the only clue we have. Amazing. Um, yeah, really cool. So we're practicing around the portals in the morning, and we're like, okay, we're going to do the special delivery, okay? Um, we So fo- you got to hatch that plan, and then do you deliver that to the orcs in any way? Or how does that... So yeah, we spoke to them about it, and they're down. But 
We'll get to that actually. Yeah. We'll get to that bit. Okay. Um, so me and Nick, uh, after guard, you, you go for a little walk in the woods. What me and Nick do in the woods by ourselves is our own fucking business, okay? Yeah. And I won't have any accusations about what me and Nick get up to in the woods. But we did, we went for a little walk in the woods, yeah. came back, and when we got back to the camp, there's a whole bunch of Nilfgaardian soldiers at the gate. Okay, and we come up behind them, and I'm like, I get my exposed about my back, and I'm like, do you, do you think I should uh, make them go boom? Right? And it <laughs> turned out that they were like there as an envoy, and they'd come with a, uh, a Tucson noble. The Tucson noble, it's either his dad or granddad to the noble that had come the previous day. Right. So they're like re- related. And basically what the noble had come to do was talk about what the free company were doing there in Tucson. Yeah. That the Nilf Guardians had made accusations against the free company. And also the son, or this yeah. nephew, grandkid, whatever he is, um, had signed up to the free company. So an NPC had signed up, and that's when I found out that we'd signed up for five years, right? And that's when we were a bit like, <laughs> what? <laughs> five years? <laughs> um, where would my youth go? Um, but the So he had signed up. So we sat down with a Nilfgaardian like, general or noble. Right. This noble, this senior noble, he did not take shit off anyone. He, in fact, called me a liar which I need to deal with because I think there's some nobility shit that probably I need to go and yeah, yeah you can't you can't have nobles calling other nobles fucking thing right. so we've got to, I, I got some moves um, but then and also this other guy and they're all talking about Nilfgaard what they're doing in the area and all this stuff and basically I'm saying like the Nilfgaards are scum right they're killing Tucson people this is why these woods smell like death and rot because of the Nilfgaards you know like yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They give, and they're talking about like, oh well, you know, we need to get supplies and stuff. And they're like, if you you don't you do not need to get supplies, you just need to like you do not need to kill them, you know, like all this yeah. stuff. So then we sat down with these guys, and it's like big conversations going on. Eventually, we get to the point where the Nilfgaardian kind of looks a little bit like he's been up to shenanigans, and right. the Lord isn't a hundred percent sure because the 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 nephew or whatever he's saying that the Nilf Guardians are fucking killing people, like the hostages that we rescued, right. with all the 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 stacks of wood next to the barn that we yeah, burned yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty obvious the Nilf Guardians are up to some bad shit, right? Right. So, but the Tucson is a uh, protectorate or basically a puppet state right. of the Nilf Guardian Empire. Empire so there's right, lots sure, of sure. moving parts to this, right? right like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then they leave. And there's a bit of like tension there and what's going to happen next or whatever. But then we find out that a, uh, a Tucson noble lady who was a character in the previous event, like they did some sort of tournament or something in the mm. previous event, had been kidnapped and we needed to go and rescue her. So we're all like, well, we're going to obviously, me and Callum being from Tucson, are going to go and rescue this person, right? Yeah. Yeah. Armoured up, ready to go, one last fucking off into the fray. They yeah. head off into the woods Ali, who's the scout guy, gets to scout. He's got an org with him. He helps guide him through the woods and telling him where to go. Really cool. We get uh, a certain way and then we're coming up to this clearing and it's like, it's just for an ambush, right? There's lots of like little lowered ground areas, trees and stuff. Nilfgaard come jumping out the bushes and uh, ambush us. They're throwing grenades at us, which was amazing to have what we're doing to them back at us. Archers. Like, they really gave us a lot of shit. It was a great fight. Yeah. Um, that sounds incredible. Dude, it was awesome. Fighting in the woods. Everything's breaking apart. There's one bit, okay? I see this guy, like, throwing explosives just on a, a slight rise next to me. Yeah. So I'm like, 
everyone's all bunched together at the bottom of the hill, right? And I'm like, I got to deal with this guy, right? We're all gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm in heavy armor, and I charge up this hill, okay? And the guy looks at me, turns, and then runs away. Um, I think I got him in the turn. Right. Basically, if you're a, if you're a Dota fan, that's when I got him. Basically, yeah, the yeah, turn yeah. just yeah, took yeah. him that little bit of time just to get away, and then I was in sword range. Yeah. And I'm like hacking him down. He tries to defend himself. I hack him down. Then another guy comes to uh, come and kill me. But then the witch hunter comes and saves me, and me and him have to put back right. And they was yelling at us to like stay with them, and I'm like, he had explosives. He had to be stopped. It was crazy. Like yeah, lots yeah, yeah, of yeah. yelling. Lots of edge lordy stuff, lots yeah. of like all this stuff, like really intense fighting. Fight our way down into like a, a basin area where there's a some sort of a f- structure. And then once we clear out the enemy, then then they're all retreating up this hill. So then we start going up the hill until we get to a fort. Okay, right. I don't know if it's the same fort. It probably was. I only saw the other fort in the dark. For sure, for sure. might be the same one. Yeah. You lose your way in the dark yeah. woods. But, but that, the, that's the beauty of the site. What you can do with it, massively right? approach dude. it from a different angle yeah. from the woods. It looks completely yeah. different. And it's a full-on yeah. wooden fort, okay? With nice. palisades, all that shit, right? And you can a big climb door. up on it. And... Yeah, so we get there. The Nilfgaardians form at the gate, okay? And then there's this uh, series of basically people lobbing different things through the gate at each other. Right. So smoke grenades work. So white smoke is just smoke. Right. Red smoke is fire. Right. Blue smoke is magic. Green smoke is poison. I'm right. probably getting all these wrong. Yeah, 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 but that's yeah, the sort yeah. of vibe, right? So there's lots of smoke bombs going off in the gateway. And I'm like, no. Yeah. So we're planning on doing our little... Special delivery. Special delivery to get through, right? Yeah. But then another character's like got a, a, a grappling hook, throws it up and goes to a referee like, can we grapple over this? So he's like, they're like, yeah, we'll just take you. So instead of actually climbing, they just took them around. Right. So they gained entrance that way. Oh my God, that's so cool. Yes. Yes, Ian, it is. Um, <laughs> that's so cool the other team are forcing their way through the thing so we grab a ref and are like hey you want to do this so we explain the ref this is where we want to go blah blah blah, blah. by the time we actually got to go right we were already in right so we did just get to walk through the fight get there and then kind of like everything was kind of <laughs> ruffled anyway it's cool though it was good it would have been better if we had timed it right but that's yeah. on us right yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like um there's some pictures on the final uh, that final battle that are like don't do it justice of how crazy intense it was like yeah. the, the North Guardians were like properly a good unit yeah. um, we were I think one thing about the free company is it feels like a lot of individuals yeah well that's the, that's yes, the flavor, right? but that's what I it's good yeah. and I usually I'll be like oh I wish we had more cohesion but just having this mixed cast of all characters interacting with each yeah. other right and all of them with their own things especially in the heat of battle makes things way more interesting I think right? it also increases the likelihood that you get those moments from like heroic novels right mm-hmm. where the, the five people find themselves in mists of battle yeah, you know, as a as a as a band, right? And then yeah. maybe a relationship spurns off from there or not. Right? Totally, like, you know what I mean? Totally, because the five of you faced off against seven, and even if functionally you would have been better if you formed line, narratively it it's worked. It's funny, better. you kind of grow out sometimes with um, different players, right? Like, oh, like me and that witch hunter character. Yeah, like. I've barely spoken to the guy since then, but I know that we have like a cool connection of like yeah. friendship and RP just because of the experience that we had. You, you fought know? on that hill together. We fought on the hill together. You know, he was willing to risk himself to help me, and yeah. it's just cool. That's yeah. good luck yeah. for me. Um, right, so we eventually break our way through to the camp, kill all the North Guardians, rescue the princess or the, or the noble. She's messed up. Um, we decide to. I think someone says like teleport her back. So once you, if you're in the teleport. Right. Then you 
um, your timer stops. Okay. So it's actually a smart way. Of course. Cause so it's... you have a triage center, yeah. and then basically you have your a portal just to yeah. send people back. Yeah. So yeah. then the timer gets paused. Really smart. Loads of yeah. cool stuff you can do with that, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But obviously you have to get the timing right on all of this, otherwise you're fucked. So, yeah, um, yeah and that is pretty much the end of the event. Um, it sounds amazing. It was. Yeah. It really was. And I know I stumbled over a few of the rules and some of the events and the order that they happened, but I hope you get like a general impression of like... And this is... One thing I should say is this was my story. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. If you ask other people, they would give you very different versions because I know there were other skirmishes I didn't go on. There were whole plot narratives that I wasn't involved in. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Sure. So... I had an action-packed, what I felt was very personalized weekend, yeah. and I think a lot of other players did as well. Yeah. And we didn't have to do the same things. It was like, it's that It was awesome. telling how, like, because we came over to basically record the Christmas special on the same day they were going to sell mm-hmm. uh, the tickets for the, for the second event. It was yeah. telling how, like, nervous and, like, excited you were to purchase the tickets. I didn't want to get distracted at all. Yeah. Like, we were going to record, I was like, no, 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 we have to make sure that at 8 o'clock I'm ready to go on those fucking yeah. tickets. And, right? and bear in mind, they sold out in an hour, an hour and a half, yeah. right? It's it's pretty yeah. crazy. And the Callum was supposed to get some tickets. He didn't. I luckily got two, so I've got one for him, but we're hoping to bring a crew of us. Phil, Phil's got a ticket. Nice. So he's going to come along. Um, I'm just so hyped. I think it's in May or whatever. Um, I, I just... So good. Um... I wonder what it's going to be like in the future. Oh, there's a couple of things towards the end that I just want to bring up real quick. They did a player of the event, okay? Right. Where they got a few of the... I think they were either NPCs or organizers, some group of players, and they basically went away and said, let's talk about who we thought was a really, really good player or whatever, you know? And usually this is the sort of thing that I don't particularly like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. um, It seems an odd concept for me. This time, when they said the person's name, who it was... Everyone agreed. Yeah. She was a delight, right? Always feeding people, friendly, RPing, just like a really great person to have. And I think they must just, you know, yeah. awesome. So totally deserves it. Really, really good. So actually, I am kind of a fan of showing recognition to especially that person for, for how great they were to, to, to be with on the field. I think there's a difference. I mean, like, if you, like, also, if you've got 50 people who've been very intimately involved in a LARP and experiencing it together mm-hmm. and, and, and having the fun that it is to do that, mm-hmm. it's very different from doing that to doing it as just some sort of cold thing in front of, like, hundreds of people who've never even interacted with most yeah, of the people there, right? absolutely. It's I a very different environment, The size right? of the event as well, right? Yeah, like, it changes it more to, like, that. You know, you have those things, like, you have fancy dress costume with your friends, and you have who's, who's the best costume thing, right? Yeah. It's that kind of vibe rather than, It was know. a nice little acknowledgement. Uh, the crew all came out, and we got Sailor Dermans when I went, met my necker friend. Um, again, thank you so much to the crew. Thank you so much to the organisers. Thank you to the other players, like... Thanks to everyone involved for making it such a memorable yeah. and wonderful weekend, basically. Uh, I cannot fucking wait for the next one. Dude, um, it, it sounds amazing. I'm so hyped for you. It, it's It might be the best LARP I've ever been to. Yeah. It, it, I, I, I think I, I think so. Like It sounds amazing. It, it, it honestly sounds amazing. And it amazing. stayed with me. Those memories that I've had yeah. um, because of that are so vivid yeah. and like cool and like... The Dubois brothers are a thing now, right? Yeah, like for sure, for sure. They're, they're, like people know them. They yeah. want to interact with them. They want to like see where this story's going to go, yeah. right? Like, I love... uh, and you want to do more with it, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like yeah. I like to develop characters, yeah, as yeah, you for know. Sure. So even in this, right? Like he he came in very ignorant. Yeah, you can now handle a sword. He yeah. likes to get stuck into fights now. Yeah. 
um, learning about non-human people, learning yeah. about what it's like being in Novigrad and how yeah. you feel about like we might need to move from Novigrad, yeah. right? But then where do we move to? Everywhere yeah. shit. You now got a five five year contract with the free company. I know it sucks. And also like, oh, what, so are gonna, your what are we What are we going to do with the uh, the Tucson Lord who insulted me? Right, like I need to try and add some. But also like they're under a whole bunch of threat because Nilfgaard yeah. are going to invade. So. We've got some moves, but like it's, I need cool. to kind of yeah, it's a lot of fun, there. right? Like it's, it's one thing stuff. I do know is like during the downtime, they want us just to give them downtime and write right. something out. And I just have this feeling like they're gonna want to create game for us. They're gonna want to yeah. change the game for our decisions. They're gonna want to help us out. And it's just like just bravo, like yeah. fuck, man, like you know, like I I, I can't express yeah. how thankful I am. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm waffling now. But no, no, awesome. I think it, it it's generally sounds amazing. I'm yeah, I'm I'm super up for trying to get to one at some point uh, for sure. Yeah. So it'd be yeah. But dude, just your description makes it sounds amazing. I, I think we should it. never talk about it again on the podcast, and so people don't go. Really, <laughs> <laughs> those tickets are premium. Yeah, they're premium, dude. Like yeah. you gotta yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So forget everything we just said. It was rubbish. Don't go. Um, <laughs> and if you happen to get a ticket, give it to them. Yeah, just let us know if you have a spare. Please let us know. No, we shouldn't do that. No, 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 no definitely don't, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Um, talk to whoever, but not us. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you all for listening uh, to us waffle on. Um, uh, I think this might be out before Christmas. So Merry Christmas. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Have a really good time, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. All right. Bye. Bye.